Let's kind of, let's riff it. Are you recording? This is Women Who Start Up Radio, podcasting from the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. With 300 days of sunshine, the highest percentage of high school and college graduates in the nation, lots of women entrepreneurs, and more microbreweries than any other U.S. city. Women Who Start Up Radio brings you knowledge, insight, and inspiration from women entrepreneurs and founders. Here are your hosts, Lizelle Van Vuren, founder of Women Who Start Up and CEO of Effectively, and Krista Morgan, co-founder and CEO of B2B Investor. It's Women Who Start Up Radio time, <laughs> episode seven. Yes, so it is. So awesome. Lizelle, I'm having a great week. I'm having a great week myself. It's good to see you. I've been on vacation. You have not. <laughs> You've been working a lot. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. (laughs) We're sitting here in Fort Collins, Colorado, a small town of like 150,000-ish population, which is really cool, kind of similar to Boulder, but they have their own unique flair. The reason we're here is we're here for Women Who Startup Radio live recording at Fort Collins Startup Week 2015, and it's been wonderful. We're sitting down today doing some lightning interviews with really cool women that we are literally grabbing from every corner. We meet, we say hello, we say, hey, you want to do a lightning talk? And we're going to see who we can gather today and uh, kind of get acquainted with Fort Collins. Um, but yeah, here we are. I mean, it's nice to... I would say I love your conference room at P2B Investor because that's usually where we're recording. But today is kind of fun. Like, we're out of... You know, our comfort zone. I drove, drove here through a lightning storm. It's been a day. You know, yeah. it's been a day. Well, and I think it's just so nice to remember why we do this and see so many people and so many women, especially who are getting excited about, um, just entrepreneurship in general. You know, startup weeks are amazing. And I think Colorado has some of the best, right? Denver startup week, Fort Collins startup week, Boulder, Boulder. startup week. It's just, it's, it's rocking around here. Yeah. I love it. Uh, okay, so I know we're going to get right into our lightning interviews, but I just wanted to say this week we read about this new guy whose name is Jonathan Spazato. Spazato, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but he has come out and said he's only investing in women-led companies. And I just think that's amazing. So I think more than just saying he believes in women entrepreneurs to actually say that his new fund will only invest in women-led companies, I... I was happy to hear it. And yeah, I mean, the guy has been, um, all over social media. Um, he's been very engaging. I've been following some of his Twitter conversations. It's been really cool. And I think the consensus of his feedback is kind of like, Hey, listen, uh, female entrepreneurs have had a kind of, uh, uh, a tougher go at it. And it's about time that we all kind of come together as a community and start or actually quit screwing around and being more supportive as a, entrepreneurial ecosystem, especially from a funding standpoint. And the fact that this guy made an affirmation, like, listen, I am no longer investing in startups that doesn't at least have one female founder on the team. One, I can do math. I could do the, I can, I can see the numbers. And two, from a diversity and tech standpoint, this is the way to go, you know? So, uh, right on dude, hat tip. Um, thanks for that. <laughs> we like seeing this. Um, it's, you know, it's interesting to see men and women do this. Um, it's just exciting to see momentum, movement, and change in the context of um, female entrepreneurship in context of the advancement 
of female entrepreneurs getting, and, and I just want to say entrepreneurs getting funded, but you know, women have a tougher time getting funded and we're going to, we're going to heighten that. We're going to, you know, pump that up. And people are really trying to change that in their own ways and their own uh, nooks and crannies from their own, you know, environments. I'm rambling. It. You are rambling. I'm rambling. But that's all right. Off. That's all right. Coming off. <laughs> I'm too polite. We're here for Colin Startup Week. If you're listening, uh, use the hashtag FCSW15. Damn right. And we, I think we're going to make this a theme and come to lots of startup weeks. Yes. So if you've got a startup week going on, give us a shout out on Twitter at our hashtag women disrupt and tell us that we should be there because we would love that. Yeah. Uh, if this is your first time listening to Women Who Start Up Radio, our Twitter handle is at Women Who Start Up. Our Women Who Start Up Radio hashtag is Women Disrupt. We also have a unique Twitter handle just for the radio show, which is at Women Disrupt. And you can um, very easily contact us on womenwhostartup.co and also listen to the first six episodes because today is episode seven. Kind of a cool triumphant, different startup week, lightning interview type show, which we're just having way too much fun with. This is what it's about well, as entrepreneurs having fun, right? I, I agree. So I think we should jump right in and start chatting to our first female entrepreneur yes. here with us. We've today. got them lined up. They're ready to roll. Let's do it. So we're in small town, Fort Collins. It's startup week 2015. We've got a few really awesome women who are going to give us our, uh, their time to have us interview them. And the very first guest we have is Carrie Pinsky. Did I say that right, Carrie? Yes, you did. Excellent. Thank you for joining us. So this is your introduction to Women Who Start Up Radio. I literally just <laughs> plucked you off a stage. <laughs> it's usually how we do things. I really appreciate you giving us your time and attention. Um, we really want to plug in and connect and say hello and get an introduction from people who are acquainted with Fort Collins about entrepreneurship. You are a woman. We kind of want to hear more female voices. So um, we're going to fire off a few questions if you're cool with that. Go. I'm ready. All right. So <clears throat> please tell us again your full name and give us your like one minute elevator pitch. Who are you? What do you do? And why does it matter? I'm Carrie Pinsky. Again, thank you for having me. Pink Sky Career Counseling is my business. I'm an entrepreneur. Okay. I am all about helping women who I believe have been domesticated and tamed to tap back into their wild nature and figure out what is their intuition telling them? What is their trust trusting their inside voice. So in career counseling, it's not about a resume with me, although I do write resumes. I spend a lot of time helping women figure out how to design a life they love that feels good and makes sense for them by not listening to the outside world that they can't do things, but to tap into their intuition again cool. and trust that. Very cool. Important work, right? Yeah, that is amazing. And do you see a lot of women entrepreneurs? Like, or is it women who are looking to just change their career? Like, what type of women are you seeing in your business? I work with a wide variety of women. Some of them come in to have their resume updated for an, for to transition to a new position. But in the conversation, they have a bigger dream. And for the first time, maybe they're starting to think, Hey, I think I could do this. And I, um, walk them through a process of self-discovery to understand really their 
their deeper dream and to let that start to bubble up. Sometimes they're going to get another job in the corporate world or back just working and that's okay, but we plant the seed for them to start thinking bigger about what would they really like to do if they could. What's that obstacle? Is it confidence? Is it just good old fear? Is it believing in yourself? Is it the right community? Is it being in Fort Collins that you see? Maybe there's an isolation. Does any of those things uh, come up in you speaking with these leaders and entrepreneurs? I think there's a lot of the um, self-talk. I think that we are in a really uh, wonderful community. Last night I was at a Women Inc. Women Who Drink Tequila event. Tonight I'm going to another women launch group. I drank four kinds of tequila. (laughs) It's really fun networking and and, and not about... um, passing out business cards, but about women empowering women. So I think there is some movement in that direction here. Um, but I also think our own self-talk goes back to the thing I said, tapping into our trusting, our intuition. I think there's been years of domesticating and taming women just to um, play nice and to not really tap into their truth. And I think when you really help women start doing that, I really do believe you see a change in society and in community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. We want to know from your point of view, also from here kind of locally point of view, what's the hardest thing you deal with as a female entrepreneur, as a female leader? Or do you not even look through that lens? I don't really look through that lens right now, but getting started, it was scary. It's always scary. So as I help clients trust their voice, I have to believe in myself and not project it, but really own my truth and my power. So I'm working on that just like I help other women. You know, what is my gift? Do I have something to offer? And can I own that and really be confident in the expression of that? It's take, it's take, it's taken me a while. And so I feel like. I'm a work in progress, and I'm, I think we do better when we teach people what we're learning in the process, and not so much that I come into it as I'm expert. I have it all figured out. I have moments where I shrink back. Um, I have moments where I, I spill out my energy too much, and so learning to contain that and to um, harness that in a good, positive way and be comfortable being confident, I think, is one of the biggest obstacles that women face. Um, but having mentors, I think, can really help, and I do think that Fort Collins... Um, does offer more and more of that. There are a group of women that just, and in Denver I meet them too, um, that really are not wanting to be the snarky, you know, women that have held each other back. I think there's some work to do in that, and I think it's really cool to see women supporting women through the work you're doing. Cool. That is awesome. And I love that you said, I'm a work in progress. Yeah. Because I am definitely a work in progress. Who the hell is it? I know you're a work in progress. Wait a minute. Watch it. All right, Carrie. So tell people how can they learn more about you and support you? Well, I, you can look at my website, pinksky.net. Uh, Pink Sky Career Counseling, just Google that. And if you're interested in a more holistic career counseling, um, a lot of times people do come to me like for that resume, but what they really want to do is become an entrepreneur. So I would love to share them uh, information about what you guys are doing as well. Parting words that you would like to say to a female entrepreneur out there listening right now who's on that brink of giving up and not really knowing how to figure it out. What do you want to tell her? Everybody needs a coach. You can't do it alone. Find somebody to help you. And don't be afraid to ask for that help. There's somebody out there. Pay for it if you have to. But invest in yourself and believe. But get a help. Get help. Don't feel like you're all alone. 
That's cool. great advice. Great. That Thank was you. amazing, Carrie. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thanks so much. All right. Another um, wonderful lady just sat down with us here at Fort Collins Startup Week 2015. We are doing these lightning interviews in case you're not paying any attention. Um, a little bit shorter, but still just as insightful. And with us right now, we have Kim, but she's going to give us her introduction. Kim, can yeah. you please tell us your name? and your one-minute elevator pitch. Okay. So I'm Kim O'Neill, and I'm with Encompass Technologies, and we're a route accounting software company based in downtown Fort Collins and also in China. Nope. And um, we do beverage distribution software. So it's end-to-end -end business management software for beverage wholesalers. Think beer distributors, Red Bull distributors, those sort of um, middlemen. And mm -hmm. it's great being in Fort Collins because we have the great beer industry here, so we get a lot of interaction with that. And um, we have grown very quickly from a startup in my husband's basement to um, 120 employees. Wow. And I do employee development. So my job is helping to recruit, find, train, and groom all of these great new hires that we have to know about software and to know about the beer industry. So that is awesome. One, yes. two, what brings you to Fort Collins Startup Week? Um, we're really excited just to see other people that are starting up and when we started up, it was about 11 years ago, and there wasn't this type of support and this type of environment. We were doing it by ourselves in our basement. Mm -hmm. And so having this type of community where there are resources, there are people you can lean on, people you can talk to, people you can learn from, we're still learning and we're still growing, and there's a lot that we can get out of Startup Week, and hopefully we can start to give back in some ways as well, because we've We've been through some of these growth pains already. Fantastic. How old is Encompass? How long have you been slinging this? Um, <laughs> first customer was actually about 2001. Wow. And we've grown entirely organically from um, just contacts and networks in the beer beverage industry versus having venture capital or anything like that. It was an entirely organic growth. We now have 180 customers in three different countries. So that's awesome. So I'm going to sling this a little bit because what she just said is great. So it sounds like you're um, kind of in charge of operations, culture a little bit, bringing mm -hmm. in the right people at the right time for the right job. Okay. So my question to you is, how do you think of diversity when you're bringing in people under your roof? It is challenging because we are in a software industry, which tends to be largely male. We are in a beer and beverage distribution industry that tends to be largely male and not incredibly diverse. And so we have to consciously go out and look for women that want to do this job, that want to travel with a bunch of men, that want to stand around it and be in a beer warehouse. And so it takes um, conscious effort to do that. It also, um, we've had to do some conscious recruiting around um, international diversity so that we have some language coverage and things yeah. like that. And so we have to specifically go look for it because it doesn't find us in the particular industry. That Magical we're in. words we're hearing right now. Conscious recruiting. Yeah. We have to look mm. for it. It's not going to hit you in the face. Thank you for doing that. Thank yeah. you for being aware of that. It takes awareness. And you can, I can't tell you how many corporate people I sit down with who are building teams. And when we ask this particular same question, they're baffled. <laughs> Yeah. So, well done. High five, Thank girl. You. Yeah, no, honestly, that's really wonderful. <laughs> um, if you had to encourage someone to start, I mean, you said mm -hmm. you and your husband started this in your garage. Uh, what would you kind of 
what seed would you plant for some of our listeners, um, particularly those women who are considering starting up? I what does it take? <laughs> what helped us succeed initially was having a way to be profitable from the beginning and thinking really creatively and outside of the box so that you're not waiting for some two-year payoff or something like that, but how can you survive and be profitable from the beginning? So the thing that we did that was um, unique in the industry at the time is we started our software as a subscription, software as a service. Everybody's doing that now, but in route accounting software, no one was doing it. Yep. But that let us get recurring revenue so that we could buy groceries, right? Yep. And you have to have some source of revenue to start and, and not be waiting for some magic to happen two years down the line. Brilliant. Uh, you located here in Fort Collins? Yes, we're in Fort Collins and we actually have a new building we've just moved into. So we've made a like huge commitment to being in Fort Collins that this is where we are, this is where we're going to be. And um, it's been a great place to recruit and hire smart people that figure stuff out. That's fantastic. Well, way to go. I mean, route accounting kind of blowing up with Encompass. Yeah. With Kim, it was a pleasure to talk with you. Krista, any parting questions? Um, I think just how can people learn more about you and support um, what you're definitely. doing? You can go to um, Encompass8.com. We're on Facebook and Encompass. I think we're on Twitter at um, Real Encompass, not the fake Encompass, a Real Encompass. And um, yeah, we're, we're here in Fort Collins for the long haul. So. Right on. Awesome. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Okay. So we're here live at Fort Collins Startup Week, and we have another awesome lightning interview with Kathy. So Kathy, why don't you start by giving us your one-minute pitch, who you are, what you do, and maybe throw in why you love Fort Collins. Wow, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, my name is Kathy Dotson, and I co-founded a company with Kim Homoka, and it's called K-Dragonfly, and we help businesses grow. Mm. We help independent contractors, who we refer to as gurus, who are looking to venture out on their own, be successful. We support them through coaching, but we also um, support them through connecting to gigs. And we also help businesses grow through um, finding and matchmaking um, independent contractors to the projects that they have. So we're all about helping people who want to work independently mm-hmm. and businesses who need help for projects succeed. So when and- you say gigs... Are we talking like jamming out? That's what you would think, but <laughs> any more gigs is much more broader. Or are we talking gigs as in space? Gigs is as in project work. Okay. So tell me more. Yes. Tell me more. So companies no longer all the time need to hire an employee. Many times companies grow through um, short, through talent that provides short-term Like um, contract project. work. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, we're the matchmaking piece of that. Cool. And, uh, and, and that's what a gig is. Yeah, it's just I got it. short term yeah. project love based it. work. I love it. I'm kind of working on something similar. We need to talk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, kind of, in like a different world. Okay, well, that's awesome. So, are you from Fort Collins? Why are you in Fort Collins? Tell us why Fort Collins is your landing pad. I've been here 25 years. I've been here all of my adult life, and I love Fort Collins, and there's nowhere else I'd rather be. Wow. It's a great community for um, people who are looking to start a business, and it's very supportive. It's um, it, it, The culture of Fort Collins is all about um, fun. 
you yeah. know, look at where we are, yeah. look at the beer, look yeah. at um, the bikes. And so, I mean, that's why I'm physically here. We do business here because there's a lot of people who are now saying, I can do this. I can venture out on my own. I don't want to work for a company anymore. I have a lot of talent and I can provide that independently. So there's a lot of that happening here. Although we're not strictly focused in Fort Collins, we do a lot of work here. And that's where we started the company. That's awesome. Hmm. So that's nice to hear because, you know, I, I've wanted to hear like is there this branch out of entrepreneurial you know minded folks that are like you know what I can start a brewery in my garage. I mean, this is happening in Colorado, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to hear that, you know, uh, Fort Collins is a small town. We have some census numbers on the last, I think, 2010 was 150,000 people, which does make what you're pointing out, I think, like a really thick community. And when it's a cool, fun, optimistic, um, supportive community, then that's cool. But it's really nice to hear that there seems to be an outbreak of, like, entrepreneurs, which is otherwise you wouldn't have any bread and butter, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, so tell us, who are the leaders or companies that like you look up to as you're building this business or that you model your own success after? Oh, mm. gosh. No one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, I think that um, what inspired us to start this company was just the idea that we we had something to offer that um, we knew we could do it on our own. So I think between myself and Kim, we both have individual um, mentors that we've looked up to. So I don't know that specifically I could say there's certain companies um, because really any company or any individual who starts a business inspires me. And that's what I'm passionate about, helping those individuals be successful or those companies grow through their workforce. Mm -hmm. And so I, I can't single it out to a few. I'd say it's anybody who's venturing off and doing that because it takes, it takes a lot of courage. It does. And I actually, I love what you're saying about, because it sounds like you're trying to help people like an independent, like someone saying, I'm going to go off on my own and do this independent contracting. They are an entrepreneur. They're not the, I'm like building a billion dollar company entrepreneur, but just as like, the fear is just as real and you've got to just go out and do it and have the confidence. And it's pretty, I think it's pretty amazing. And yep. I think it just reminds us that an entrepreneur is right. not a word with a small definition. It's actually really broad and so many people can be entrepreneurs. Yeah, exactly. What would you say to other women who are considering starting up, knowing that you probably say this all day, every day anyway, I would love to hear what just you do, do it. say. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's part of our theme, go do. Yeah, and you know what I hear a lot too is I never knew there was a support system like this. Mm -hmm. So um, so just knowing that there's a place that they can land and a, a person they can call or a support system is really, um, I think, helpful. Um, but really, it's just... It, the hardest part is taking that initial leap and just do it. Because once they've crossed over that um, bridge, there's no looking back and mm -hmm. they never regret it. Right. So you give them it. the swift kick in the ass, but nicely. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's hashtag truth right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, All right. So how can people learn more about you and support what you're doing? Uh, our website's www.kdragonfly.com and we're on Facebook, Twitter. LinkedIn. Everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you so very much. Thank really you. appreciate it.
We're ready for another lightning interview. We're here with Leah Johnson. Leah, welcome. Uh, we're here for Colin Startup Week. Give us your one minute elevator pitch. Tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, uh, Leah Johnson. I own JD Consulting. Uh, it's a consulting business based out of Loveland. Uh, we do work mostly with nonprofits and the space of community development, marketing, and uh, engaging organizations for long-term sustainability. So. Wow. <laughs> all, right, all right. I think we might need like a little bit more. So you work with a nonprofit yep. and you're, you help them. Just... Um, our product that we give is a community development plan. So it outlines, um, a way for the organization to really integrate themselves successfully in a community. So from marketing perspective, but also kind of the grassroots, how do you go out really Get your hands dirty and get folks knowing about you when you're in your organization. So cool. Yeah. Very interesting. And so I think for those listeners who aren't like in Colorado, uh, Loveland is just a little bit like what direction? North, North, south, south. South? I just said north. Everyone's like, uh huh, north. I'm so wrong. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You actually drove by it when you were coming here. Alright, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up. All this to say, <laughs> we've got Denver in the middle, Fort Collins is north, and Loveland is just before Fort Collins. There Directionless. You go. So, it is, that's right. Lizelle and I fail on Colorado geography. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> to be fair, this is what happens when you put a Canadian and a South African okay. on a podcast. Yeah. Where's West? Oh, the mountains. Got it. <laughs> yep. Alright, Leah. So what, um, kind of, what inspired you to get into this? Because you're not in Fort Collins, let's clarify that you are in Loveland. I am in Loveland. <laughs> and not Loveland like the ski mountain that a lot of us know. This is Loveland, northern Colorado. You see, there is logistics around the geography here. You know, I, I really appreciate myself. the clarification of geography. I'm kind of a Loveland advocate myself okay, at times. Okay, see, so. I'm just doing you a favor today. Yeah. <laughs> just joking. Um, what brought you to Loveland, Colorado? I was actually born and raised in Loveland, Colorado. And um, have no desire to leave, do you? I did, actually. I <laughs> left for about 10 years. I went out east, um, and then I did campaign politics all over the country. Okay. Which is part of my, um, what I integrate into the nonprofits is that grassroots organizing that is used in the political sphere, actually transitioning into the nonprofit sphere, because it's um, a really effective way to get your message out, get folks excited, get them engaged. And so using a lot of those tactics um, wow. in our community development plans. So, so. You, you, you changed some, some things. Right? I mean, when yeah, you're out there you don't want to hire me if you don't want to change things in your organization. <laughs> I love change agents. I mean, I think that's really important. So let's talk about change. Um, you're here uh, with us in Fort Collins mm-hmm. Startup Week. What specifically brings you here? What excites you about Startup Weeks or not? Uh, tell me what you love, what you don't. And Because, um, I mean, it's fairly new. It's not been going on for too many years yet. And I love that it's evolving and growing. Well, you know, I think anything like this in uh, communities we see in northern Colorado, we actually have a, a one-day event in Loveland um, on Saturday. But it's uh, always about, you know, new ideas, new things happening, bringing new things to the community, bringing new energy. Um, and you know, it's, it's just exciting to see it happening. So Cool. Cool. So what would you say to other women who are considering starting up in Loveland slash Fort Collins? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh, I think having your, a, a strong network of 
of who's going to be your go-to people and, you know, knowing who those folks are and relying on them is great. You know, Northern Colorado, like a lot of places is, I, but I think it's unique in the sense that it's very relationship based and, you know, who you know and building those relationships is really powerful because it's going to help you leverage your business in ways you didn't even know. So building that network, I think is. Would you say you feel like you've got really strong community between, you know, the, the NOCO region between Loveland? And yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually worked up here in Fort Collins for a number of years and then, um, left that and started my own, um, gig. But, you know, I work with, um, nonprofits all over the county and in Weld County and in Denver. Mm -hmm. And so it's not, um, you know, I'm based in Loveland, but sure. certainly a, a regional perspective and in Northern Colorado, a regional perspective is so important just based on a lot of the potential challenges we all have as both entrepreneurs and other folks. Yeah. <laughs> so do you consider yourself an entrepreneur? I mean, I run my own business. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't. Like I had this conversation and I know this is totally sidebar, but I had this conversation with this guy the other day. And it's like, well, entrepreneurs, ah, they use that so loosely. Like there's professional entrepreneurs and there's like wannabe entrepreneurs. And sometimes you say to any business owner and they're like, well, I just thought that I was a chiropractor that run a company. You know right. what I mean? Like a lot of people don't go, yeah, well, like you know, I'm a hardcore entrepreneur. Yeah. I have know. to figure out QuickBooks and <laughs> also deliver my product and yeah. also market myself and, you know, I might not have a, 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 you know, tangible product that I'm taking to market, so to speak. And I think that sometimes I feel like that's associated more with entrepreneurs than, you know, a service-based project. Mm, product. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, you're like, I'm not on yes. my own every day, so yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> well, that's really great. Um, I love that you're, you know, thriving out here in northern Colorado. I would love to know what you would tell uh, a woman out there listening who's considering starting up from your perspective. Uh, kind of what's your uh, philosophy or seed you would love to plant with them if they're kind of shit scared and not sure what to do? Just do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the great lead. theme of the day. I, uh, you know, I, I, I tend to live my entire life like that, but, you know, taking great risk, I think, equals great reward. So, yeah, powerful. Really appreciate that. So how can people learn more about you and support what you're doing? Um, well, they can go to jdconsulting.co. And interestingly enough, I'll just throw this in there since <laughs> I'm on a podcast. I'm also <laughs> running for city council in Loveland. You so, are, yes. are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. I'm surprised you didn't open with that, by the well, way. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Damn city councilors. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> great. When's the election? In November. Very cool. All right. All right. So we're just going to say, we're just going to say vote, vote for Leah. Vote Leah for Leah. <laughs> Leah for Loveland. Leah for Loveland. I love That's it. actually the website. So. That's quaint. <laughs> All right. So leahforloveland.com. It is. Yes. All right. Cool. Our first politician on the show. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. Rock on. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. Thank you. All right. And our very next lightning interview here from Fort Collins, Startup Week 2015. Man, today has been fun. Krista and I are just hammering through some lightning interviews, talking to some really cool women. We're really appreciative of it. And with us right now, we have Lee Porter. And Lee, I'm going to let you please introduce yourself and give us that one-minute elevator pitch. All right. Well, Lee Porter, that's me. <laughs> I, um, my baby is Innovation News. I started, it's an online news magazine about innovation in Colorado. Uh, we start, our, actually, 
it's almost our birthday. Our birthday's on Sunday. Wow. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, three years. Uh, we've told around 4,000 stories about innovation in Colorado. Wow. And uh, we're all online, and we're a virtual company, and so we're strung out all throughout Colorado. Uh, we've got a writer out on the uh, on, in the high country. We've got, uh, we're based in Fort Collins. We reach out a lot and tell stories about innovation in Colorado. Springs in Colorado uh, is a very cool, cool place. About half of our readers come from outside of Colorado. So folks that are interested in Colorado in, uh, investment, uh, keeping an eye on Colorado companies. Uh, so uh, we're, uh, we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. I call it the crazy inventor beat. Nice, the crazy inventor beat. Yes. Right on. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know you were so eccentric. It's so cool to chat with you today. <laughs> I've known you for for so long. Yes. I see you in Denver so often. You're yes. so kind. You always come down to Women Who Start Up, the monthly meetups and stuff. Oh, so yes, I was Krista the very I, first one. Yes, you were. Yes. Right on, girlfriend. High five. Pizza um, and I really PBR. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate Oh, that's right. I was cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't have anything. Yeah, you were one of the 12. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so, really awesome. I would love to ask, over the last three years, looking Mm -hmm. at innovation in Colorado, Mm -hmm. like what trends have you noticed in terms of like women in tech and innovation? And are you seeing more, less? You want to see more? Well, what are you thinking? Well, you know, one of the big conversations is kind of coming along uh, with the sort of general conversation about diversity and technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a very interesting topic because it, it impacts so many people. Um, it, you know, I'd like to say that uh, that we had a handle on, on that, but we really don't. Uh, I'd also like to say that I think in Colorado we have a, a more broad-minded view. Uh, we don't have some of the some of the issues with technology that uh, uh, that are taking place on the coast. Um, the startup community that I'm in is a pretty diverse lot, and uh, I'm seeing more and more women coming through both the consulting that I do at the Small Business Development Center and uh, One Million Cups, and we see a lot of women coming through those uh, things. The, uh, the biggest difference we're seeing is that women are a little bit more cautious. You know, they're like, you know, tell me I can do it, and was like, like, do it is the theme of today, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it it is a very interesting uh, space that we're in right now. Some of the industries that we cover have a, a higher number of women in them or, or represented better. Um, uh, uh, digital health is a good example where there's more more women in digital health than there are in you know IT in infrastructure. Um, aerospace is uh, is largely male, you know, but at, there's some really high, nice uh, uh, hotspots for women in there too. So um, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, natural uh, foods is certainly yeah. a lot of women in natural foods. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of women startup folks. Um, and I love to see it because, you know, I'm a woman and I like people to be like me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. People to be like you. Um, if- well, you can't, you can't be what you can't see. Isn't it's that right, LaSalle? Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. I love the little roundup that, that Lee just gave us. It was nice to hear because you have been so entrenched. You've been covering mm-hmm. so many uh, layers and facets, and it's been quite some time. So, one happy birthday again to Innovation <laughs> News. It's great to talk with you today. So, as a female entrepreneur that you mm-hmm. consider yourself, and, you know, business consultant, community leader, uh, 
news journalist. I mean, you're just slinging a lot of, you know, cool things, which I love and, and respect um, in what you do. What would you tell female entrepreneurs who are listening into this podcast today about, um, I know the theme today is like, just do it, go do it. But what are some like reasonable steps? Is it go find a mentor? Is it go find someone who's done it before? Is it get the hell out of the house? Is it get away from the computer, get out of the building? Are all those relevant? Or do you have some other secret sauce that you'd like to share? Well, I, I, I think it is, it is all of those things. Um, and I will say the, the one I would probably recommend at the, at, you know, at the top of the list is find a mentor. You know, uh, you need someone to be able to tell your story to and who will, uh, it'll say, it's okay. Right, you know, and it's it's interesting because I I do this uh, counseling at at the SBDC, and a lot of times I, I get women come in and they're just feeling so nervous, and they're feeling so um, ill-equipped uh, to to actually do stuff. But the truth is, they're not. Um, and so believe you have to believe in yourself, and you need a mentor that will tell you your idea is amazing. So go for go forth. Do it. One, you know, be wonderful and gather the resources to you, uh, that you're going to need in order to, uh, to be successful. And that's money, that's connections, that's, you know, customers, and that's ideas. Uh, you know, we, we trade in ideas at Innovation News. And, uh, it's, it's important to, to understand that everybody has ideas and that those are great things to have. It's amazing. I mean, I think we could sit here and talk with Lee for hours, but rather, we have to ask you how people can reach you to learn more from you and certainly how they can go and plug into the Innovation News platform. So please tell us how people can stay tuned, get a, uh, get a, get a hold of you, um, and all that stuff. Okay. Um, well, the first thing I would like people to do is to go to our website, which is innovationnews.com. That's innovation and news pushed together with one end between the two words. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second is connect up with me on LinkedIn. You know, I'm not hard to find. Um, and, uh, you know, just, you know, ask me a question. I would love to engage. And you'll be able to get in touch with me directly through LinkedIn. So. Yeah, I want to give a big thank you to you. You've always been extremely supportive. And I literally would not have... Um, all the wonderful guests that we just interviewed without your support. So always paying it forward, always empowering other women. So thank you very much. Any parting words? No, just you're so awesome, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> just well, a very, thank, you. thank you so much. Very big thank you to you, Lee from Innovation News. Lizelle, I Krista. cannot... Lizelle! <laughs> Lizelle, we just had some amazing, amazing women on our yes. show today. Yes. I um, feel so inspired. Yes. I mean, um, for one thing, you know, we're always flying by the seat of our pants. So it was really nice to have incredible women just walk off the stage, literally mid-panel, and come join us for, uh, for Women Who Startup Radio live recording. So that's really, I'm very grateful for that. Thanks a bunch. I'm having a good time. This is Fort Collins Startup Week. I'm glad this is my first time at Fort Collins Startup Week. I love Startup Weeks. People attend Startup Weeks. If your city doesn't have a Startup Week, check out startupweek.com.org.co. Just find it online. And um, start one in, in your city because it enriches your community. It connects people. You can find mentors. You can find opportunities. And you can kind of just take a week to party, have a good time, 
kind of appreciate all the hard work that you're doing uh, with your community. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> that is, that's all I have to say. Okay. So we got to wrap this up. Yes. Uh, episode seven. So tell your friends. If you're listening, tell your friends. Find us on iTunes. Find us on SoundCloud. Find us everywhere. Hashtag women disrupt at women who start up. Yes. What else? Any. That's it. If that's you want to learn more about women who start up, check out women who start up.co. Please tune into the, um, to the podcast. Subscribe to the iTunes podcast. If you like it, please leave us a review. We really need those reviews to be bumped up and to be famous and popular so that more people in more cities all over the world can get to know what the hell we're up to here. Um, it's always a pleasure with my co-host, Krista Morgan, to chatter away uh, and talk entrepreneurship. And as always, please thank our amazing producers. Yeah, Leah and Aaron, thank you. We would not be here without you. Truly. Honest to God. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much to our producers, Leah and Aaron. I'm really grateful. And to the entire PWI investor team, because literally you have like your whole goddamn company here today. And they're amazing. And I love being uh, around you folks. Um, We're signing off, man. As always, keep climbing. Thanks for listening to Women Who Start Up Radio with Lizelle Van Buren and Krista Morgan. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to tell everyone you know to subscribe on iTunes. Check out our website, womenwhostartup.co, and follow us on Twitter at womenwhostartup. And don't forget our hashtag, Women Disrupt. This has been a Women Who Start Up production. Join us next time for another edition of Women Who Start Up Radio.